With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? On the eve of Super Bowl 53, alongside the big man, we got all your Hall of Fame stuff going on. We got all the NFL honors, the awards going on to react to. A little bit of hoops, too. We got to talk about your Lakers, Ephraim. But, uh. I uh, I bid you a a very happy Super Bowl Eve. How you doing there? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Doing great. Just, I do uh, have to say. Go ahead. What's that? No, go ahead. I've you got, go. Okay, I've got something to say about our guy Papa Bear. All right. Who um, has a uh, firm distaste for the New England Patriots because they cheat? Right. Yeah. Go on. Okay. Right before the show started, Ephraim, he says to me. I know the Patriots are going to win, and I've set up Facebook where no one can post on my wall. And I said, what? Are you serious? Are you really doing that? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't talk the amount of trash that Papa Bear has talked about the Patriots and then wave the white flag on Super Bowl Eve. You got to take what's coming to you, man. Do you agree with this, Ephraim? Absolutely agree Agree with you. If you're going to talk trash, then you got to be open to receiving trash. First of, yes. Okay, first of all, it's my wall, my rules. And guess what? <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still here. First of all, we, I'm still here. We don't have to worry about that. He got about <laughs> six followers on Facebook. So those six people <laughs> will probably just text him anyway. Oh, uh, my phone's going to be off, too, so. Oh, well, uh, is that yeah. due to the Super Bowl, or is that due to uh, non-payment at Verizon? Actually, I use AT&T. <laughs> oh, okay. And I pay my bills. Okay. I just, it's uh, it's it's just pathetic tactics on the behalf of Papa Bear, right? If you're going <laughs> to rile up, if you're going to shake the hornet's nest, you know, 
Uh, yeah, you can't just all of a sudden. Yeah, you, you can't just leave. You can't disappear. It's you a pre- you get- no, no, no. See, it's called a prevent defense. That's what it's called. <laughs> I think it. Oh, you like that? That that tickled you. <laughs> <laughs> You're tickled by that. Is that what we? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I think so. Well, we'll uh, chastise Papa Bear throughout the show tonight, but. How about this, Ephraim? I've been getting a steady dose through these two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl about Tom Brady and what does this game mean for how he's going to be remembered, which is essentially his legacy, right? Can we just agree on one thing? I'm not just talking directly to you, Ephraim, but just everybody listening. Can we agree that there is more than nothing writing on this game for Tom Brady? Like, if you're going to tell me, oh, his legacy's intact, doesn't matter whether he wins or loses, you're basically telling me there's no difference between winning his sixth Super Bowl ring and losing a second straight Super Bowl, which would be his fourth ever. No difference. None. Same thing. Like, that can't be the case. Of course not. Right? Right. (laughs) Winning and losing, you could never feel the same. Right, it can never be compared. Oh, he lost this one. He won. It's it's no comparison. A loss is a loss. A victory is a victory. We all know that, right? So, you know, when you're talking about someone's legacy, if Tom Brady pulls this off and he plays again and and wins another, I mean, he's already done something. I we don't. I don't think anyone will ever do again. Mm-hmm. I don't think no single quarterback will ever win five Super Bowls. Or and they're to and, nine. Yeah, I, I, I just. Who's going to nine Super Bowls? I got. Good luck with that. I agree with you. I don't like think it's seriously. Be- who's going to nine Super Bowls? Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. So yeah, it's insane. So while his his legacy isn't going to be reduced to like ashes <laughs> if the Patriots lose, can we at least find the middle ground between? Yeah, it's going to matter to a degree about how he goes down versus. What would happen if he if he wins? Like, there's a difference. Let me put it this way. You're telling me there's no difference if Tom Brady leads a winning drive to win Super Bowl 53 versus he throws a pick six late in the fourth quarter to lose the game. Like, there's no difference based on how he's going to be remembered. That just that can't compute in my brain. That makes no sense to me. You're absolutely right. And uh, another thing is, we're trying to create this narrative in football like basket, like the NBA has, mm-hmm. right? We're trying to create this who's the greatest of all time, right? The LeBron. If LeBron loses again in the finals or if he doesn't do this and, you know, it's no Michael never lost in the finals. That's not the case in football, right? Mm-hmm. That's that. Those arguments don't hold up in football. If you've gone to nine Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills team then went to four Super Bowls in a row, was a tremendous team, one of the greatest teams ever, right? They didn't win any of those. Mm-hmm. But to get to the Super Bowl four times in a row, right? And, and my thing is for Tom Brady to go to nine Super Bowls, when, if he doesn't win anymore, he's done something that no other player has been able to do and probably won't be able to do it's no argument or if he's the greatest or not. Where, where, what are we talking about? Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm fully on board with you. But the thing is here, we're rational 
thinking human beings, you know? Sometimes. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was quick here, huh? Like, what are you saying? I'm irrational? Is that what's going on? I was speaking about me, but go ahead. Get, oh, what, give it, get that, whatever you like. want off your chest. Get it off your chest. <laughs> All right. I think when it comes to Tom Brady, you've got to account for crazy. Because there are a lot of fans that are just irrational and crazy when it comes to their outlook on Tom Brady's career. You hear it all the time. Go back to last year. What have you heard over and over and over again? Tom Brady lost to a backup quarterback. Tom Brady lost to Nick Foles. Tom Brady threw for over 500 yards. Okay? They didn't lose that game because of Tom Brady. But that's the way it's spun by a lot of people. If he loses this game... You think all these people that are hanging on to deflate gate and spy gate, they're going to pull a 180 <laughs> and not be banging that drum anymore. So it does matter based on how he ends his career, how his whole body of work is going to be remembered. Look at John Elway. If John Elway lost the final three Super Bowls he was in, he'd be thought of a lot differently. He won the final two Super Bowls he was in. And that matters based on, how you look at his body of work as a whole. It's the same thing with Brady. Don't think that it it won't change the perception whether he wins or loses to some degree tomorrow against the Rams. Look, the perception, and you can reach, you can do all of that you want to. All right? The fact is, New England doesn't have a very good team. Okay? <laughs> the fact that they're in the Super Bowl is amazing. Yeah. And a I large part of that has to do with Tom Brady. Okay? They have one pro bowler on their team, on their defense, right? Rob Gronkowski decided that, hey, you know, this year I'm going to focus on blocking, <laughs> right? What, whatever whatever that is, okay? And then, and then to sit here and and try to diminish, if, they, if the Rams, oh. the Rams have a better team. They do. Across they do. the board, they have yes. a better team. Team, period. Uh, I, they, I hear you. They just yeah. won the offensive line of the year, right? They just won the the big moment of the year uh, with Jared Goff and 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 the Saints game. They just won. They have the defensive player of the year. Like, what are we? This is not. If they if New England wins this Super Bowl, it's because of one reason. I'll say two reasons: Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Period. That's that's the, that's the what it reason. is. Yeah. I hear you. Look, what you're basically saying is there's no shame in losing to a more talented team. Absolutely not. Right. I hear you. Yeah. Now, just- last week, I mean last year, they lost to your favorite quarterback. Now that's a little bit hard to swallow. <laughs> right? He played well. He did. He, he played really well. Well, they lost because of him because he can't catch a football and he oh. also fumbled. Here we go. Uh, if he hadn't fumbled, maybe they would have won. If he hadn't dropped that easy touchdown pass, like, oh, by the way, Nick Foles actually caught his touchdown pass. That, that, first off, that's not a touchdown pass oh, he it, dropped. It, he, would, it, he, he caught that around, he was what, wide like open. the 35-yard Yeah, he, he, he would have got about six more yards before they converged <laughs> okay. on him. So We can agree and disagree, but, you know, Tom Brady's trash. Wow. Wow. See, this is what I'm saying. You got to account for crazy. Jeez. You know what I'm saying, Ephraim? Okay, well. It, it, Yes, just like completely Papa Bear takes himself out of any other discussion we're having. <laughs> he's the voice of the crazy fan. Yeah, if is. it's like, hey, we we need a 
You need an example of what crazy people might be saying about Tom Brady <laughs> should he lose the game. Papa Bear, just say something about Tom Brady. And that's the example. That's what I'm getting at. It doesn't have to make rational sense, but those people are going to be off and running if he loses this game. You got to learn not to – you can't keep entertaining those people. Yeah. I like, those people can't be entertained. <laughs> We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. A little bit later in the show, got to talk to you from about his Lakers. Okay. Their pursuit of Anthony Davis. I got a lot of NBA stuff to talk about. We should, we should just go like, <laughs> we should have a segment. No huddle NBA. <laughs> just, right. Just let's go. Rapid fire NBA topics. We could do that. I also want to get to this a little bit later in the show. If Jared Goff and the Rams beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, that would mean Tom Brady has lost to Jared Goff, Eli Manning, and Nick Foles. How would you rank those three quarterbacks? And of course, you have to project, you know, what type of career do you think Jared Goff would have? Do you think it's going to be better or worse than Eli's? We'll do that a little bit later in the show. But coming up next from the Geico Studios, our man, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, He's a pro football hall of fame voter. He'll drop on by talk about the awards and the new class of hall of famers right around the corner. I'm Brian. No, he's E from Salam. This is Fox sports radio at bed. Three, six, five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios, the Pro Football Hall of Fame class for 2019 has been announced. Raven safety, Ed Reed. Broncos cornerback, well, also Redskins cornerback, Champ Bailey, Tony Gonzalez. You talk about arguably the GOAT as a tight end with the Chiefs and the Falcons. Tony Gonzalez goes in there. Ty Law, cornerback, and also center Kevin Mawai. And to talk about it, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, joins us here on the show. Alex, what was it, seven and a half hours today of deliberation? Is that what it was? Yeah, which is a lot shorter than it's been in the past. I mean, sometimes, you know, back in the day, the conversation went 10, 11 hours. Now we're pigeonholed to a time slot because of obligations to NFL Network. You know, the meeting starts at 7 a.m. Eastern time. It goes to 3 p.m. But, you know, there's a lot of schmoz at the beginning, to be honest with you. We're showing videos. We have to introduce ourselves. It's, it's sort of brutal. So we start to, to vote, and then we vote on a senior candidate. Then we voted on Gil Bland and Pat Dolan. Then we voted on the final 15. But the thing was that this year, there wasn't like a super polarizing figure as, as part of all this. Like, you know, sometimes when, when you have a long vote session, there are people who consume a lot of time of discussion. And Tom Flores didn't consume as much time as I thought. The first-time candidates didn't. In fact, the longest part of the uh, conversation was probably 34 minutes for Gil Brandt, and that was just people praising him rather than anyone praising any serious critiques about it. Hey, you know, I, I, first of all, I feel old and I feel honored because when you start seeing guys that you played with start going into the Hall of Fame, I'm oh, like, man, man, I've really been out the league for a long time. I'm like, man. But I tell you this, Ed Reed, tremendous friend of mine, unbelievably deserve it to go into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. I'm talking about if you talking about a safety. He epitomizes oh, yeah. what you want as a safety. Champ Bailey, tremendous Tony Gonzalez. I mean, Ty Law, th- these these players, uh, for the better part of over a decade, were dominant from day one. Yeah, let me give you a couple things about this, and I apologize. A lot of haunting going on here. For some reason, I don't know. But um, I, I is, really it something, is it something to signal that um, the the Saints should be in the Super Bowl? Is that what it is? Well, let me let me tell you this. It took Ed Reed two minutes and ten seconds to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That was the length of his presenter speech. Mm-hmm. So that, that's all it was. That, that was fait accompli. The crazy part was Ty Law, you know, he got helped by Champ Bailey. And I say that because there was a great presentation by Ron Borges of, of Talk of Fame Network who presented Ty Law who said statistically, look, uh, you know, Ty Law is as good as Champ Bailey. Look at all the Super Bowl rings. Look at all the big plays in the postseason. Look at his interceptions against big-time quarterbacks. He gave such a strong presentation that it was like, yeah, this guy deserves to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Normally, when you have a class of five modern era finalists, you don't have, you know, you have 
five different positions represented. In this case, no, you're going to have two corners going in, in Ty Law and, uh, you know, Champ Bailey. And they're both so deserving, but it was Champ, it was Champ Bailey being there that allowed Ty Law to elevate his, you know, his presentation to get in the Hall of Fame. I would love if they did sort of a hard knocks version of this where they gave us like a, a an hour and cut it down and gave us portions of what the, the talk is. But can you take us inside there where, okay, you have someone that basically argues on the behalf of a player. Where does it go from there? Is there a debate or what happens? Yeah. So the presentation time for modern era uh, candidates is limited to five minutes. You're supposed to finish up, finish up your speech, and then you, you invite questions, and then there's debate about the person. You know, skeptics of the guy will raise questions. Uh, you know, you have others that offer an endorsement of who the candidate is. Sometimes you can just tell a candidate sort of dead in the room, you know, and, and that's when uh, people don't ask questions about him. I mean, not among first ballot guys, but among, like, guys like, you know, that, you know, like, yeah, they'll probably get in the Hall of Fame eventually, but not this year. You know, if, if a name rhymed with a Pitchard uh, Remore, that might be an example of what I'm talking about. You know, where, where the guy's going to keep being in the Hall of Fame room, but just had no shot of getting in this year. So, you know, I, the nice part was, too, we got rid of the logjam of offensive linemen, or at least we started to, with Kevin Mawai going in. Now I expect Tony Borselli, uh, Alan Fanica, Steve Hutchinson, the door's open for them uh, to get in in some form or fashion starting next year. Yeah, that's the only thing I said. I, you know, I, I would have liked to have seen, instead of three DBs, I mean, we spread the wealth out a little bit and uh, put two offensive linemen in there. I mean, uh, hello. In my eyes, the game is about us. Okay, I'm selfish. I understand. You know, that's a tough part about all this. I mean, Peter King has said it. You know, if you want to get someone in the Hall of Fame, who are you going to take out? Everyone is really worthy. Right. There's sort of a rhyme or rhythm to it. And you know, it's interesting because, you know, the Hall of Fame traditionally has been this. You start getting in the room, and if you're not a first battle inductee, two years, three years, four years, five years, ultimately you get in. But so many people now get impatient and think it's an injustice that someone doesn't get in right away. I mean, there is a process to it, but sometimes when players jump in the order that you don't expect, like Jason Taylor being a first battle inductee, which was a complete shock to so many of us, you know, it sets back other defensive ends or pass rushers. And then you start getting a log jam with certain candidates. I mean, but so many of these guys are worthy. I think this was, out of about 10 years that I've done this, I think this was the toughest ballot I've had to date, uh, you know, among the the modern era finalists because everyone was so equal. He's Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, also a pro football Hall of Fame voter, was there for the Hall of Fame deliberations today. Was there any player that didn't get in that there was a lot of debate over? Um, gosh, there's always debate over certain folks. I'm just trying to think if there was someone that was particularly polarizing. Steve Atwater got a very positive response. I was a little surprised. It was a little bit tepid toward Isaac Bruce because he made such a strong impression. Uh, you know, last year I thought that he might be able to carry that momentum into this year, and that just simply didn't happen. Uh, it's weird, too, because there's no quarterbacks. You know, it, that, that's just sort of strange to me about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, the fact that you don't have any QBs that we're talking about, and that, you know, maybe a little bit of a dirt at the position. Um, but, no, I, there was nothing really that, that stood out, especially to me. You know, we have to get John Lynch out of the room at some point. He is now, out of the, when he debuted, uh, out of the 15 guys that were that have come before him, uh, as, as they debuted, that, or, I'm sorry, the 15 finalists back in his first year, like about six years ago, 
everyone but him has gotten in. We got to wow. get him out of the room or just drop him. Yeah, I mean, you know, it sucks, but I mean, you know, look, you got Ed Reed, you got Steve Atwater. I mean, you know how hard a decision this is to make. I mean, it's, it's incredibly torturous. Yeah, it, it is. And let's move uh, from the Hall of Fame to some of the current players and the awards for NFL honors. Patrick Mahomes, MVP. I mean, yeah. to me, he was the MVP, and it started from the beginning. Just his poise, the way this kid it, – it, the game never seems too big for him, right? Wasn't it, it crazy? It, I mean, we all, we all thought, you know, even like, this guy's going to fail right away. You know, at some point, he's going to take a step back. He never took a step back. I mean, the guy didn't lose a football game in which the Chiefs didn't score less than 28 points. Think that, about that. What, is, what a damning indictment of Bob Sutton. I mean, and what a wasted season. Because ultimately, too, NFL defenses kept up the offenses, and, you know, they had lightning in a bottle, and they squandered it. They, they had the chance to beat the Patriots at home, and the defense was abysmal. It, they just they were, they were just horrible. And I feel for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yes, it's great that he got the award. He's going to cherish it, but it is so hollow considering what could have been if they had a better defense. Probably the closest debate was Offensive Rookie of the Year with Saquon Barkley getting the award over Baker Mayfield. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I voted for Saquon. I mean, I just saw it consistently over the course of a year, and I looked over the course of a year, and there's a dangerous thing that happens with these awards. Is it rookie of the year, or is it rookie of the final month of the season, right? Because, you know, human nature is we all have the tendency to look at, like, well, how did the guy finish? Well, Saquon Barkley from the very beginning was making an impact for the Giants, and, and, you know, he had an unbelievable work. I mean, ranking one of the best numbers in NFL history, Baker Mayfield didn't have a whole season. You know, it's interesting, though. Had the, had the Browns beaten the Ravens, made the playoffs, I vote for Baker. I mean, sometimes it comes down with something as close to that. But, you know, after they didn't, it, it was Saquon's award to lose. Wow, even though the Giants had no opportunity to. That's crazy how it would shift for Baker and not so much for Saquon Barkley. But, well, but listen, though, I mean, the Giants, look at all the close losses. I mean, you're talking about record setting. Like, no team lost ever in Week 16 and 17 by one point in the game. <laughs> I mean, they were the closest lost team in the NFL last season. So, But I can't, you know, look, I, how do you disparage a guy who played as well as he did considering the circumstances? His offensive line was horrendous the first half of the season. Eli Manning was getting sacked at a record pace. who had new coaches. It was a disaster. No, I strongly believe Saquon Barkley deserved that award. So what are you getting into tonight, Alex? What's going on? What's on the agenda I'm there getting, in Atlanta? I'm getting into my bed is what I'm getting into. I have my <laughs> show tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. I've already been out a little bit tonight. I am done, but I'm in a great spot. Thank you so much for letting me come on. What a day. Pro Football Hall of Fame. Congratulations to my serious second partner, Gil Brandt. Love him to death. So happy for him. Hey, man, uh, head on down to Magic City before you turn in, man. <laughs> Tell him I sent you. I am done. I Tell him Ephraim sent you. <laughs> Tell Be good. Talk to y'all later. All right, Have a thank good night. You. There he is, Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. Um, Yeah, that's funny, man. I read a whole story, Ephraim, from The Athletic on uh, Magic City and other places in the area. It was really interesting. I'm sure you're like, oh, I can, I can imagine that was an interesting story. But <laughs> some of the things that they were talking about, it's like you'll have a lot of dancers come in from out of state and they all have to get like a permit to work at certain yes. clubs. Magic City doesn't allow outside dancers. They just have their dancers and right. they just keep it like that. There are a lot of clubs that have women from all over the country that come out for the Super Bowl and dance at these clubs. And they, they ran out of ink. They couldn't print out permits. <laughs> Girls waiting and waiting for hours to get a permit so they could try to 
make some cash leading up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, especially in that area. You know, New Orleans, you know, oh, Miami's not yeah. too far right around there. I remember when Super Bowl 33, when we were in Miami, <clears throat> I had a few acquaintances who uh, danced in Atlanta, <laughs> and <laughs> they made the trip down to South Beach uh, to work at some of the clubs down there. I mean, that's what happens. All-Star weekend, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, maybe even NASCAR. I, I don't even know. Um, uh, it, it just it, it, it gets a lot of money floating around, right? And oh. if you are a dancer, uh, you know, if you want to make it rain or, or have it rain on you, I mean, you got to follow the action. <laughs> got to follow the action, you know. And, hey, look, an honest living is an honest living. All right? I, uh, who am I to judge? Yeah. Hey, I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, someone who uh, – we don't judge on this show. Oh, definitely. Why would not. we? No. Steve DeSager is the best in the business. He's <laughs> with us here. We apologize. It's 31 past the hour. That's fine. Please, that please fine. look past this transgression, Steve I, DeSager. I must say that every year I look forward, actually, and I'm serious, to a radio, inter- radio interview with somebody who's actually in the room. Yes, yeah. it's otherwise such a cloak and dagger operation of how someone gets into the NFL or the Pro Football Hall of Fame and here you actually hear people who were in the room discuss it and it tends to happen every year. I love it. Isn't that amazing though, Steve, real quick where I Alex mean, it's was talking about it. Baseball, There's like we a just deadline. had, yeah, guys yeah, just release their votes. It's not the same here. This is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. This is the biggest individual honor that you could possibly have. And it's like, all right, we got a seven-hour time limit here. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of BSing at the beginning of it. Like, it's amazing what's going on. Everybody yeah. trying to get to Magic City, man. Even the Oscars <laughs> don't say, no, just five films for Best Picture. That's it. <laughs> but football, okay, on this list, from this committee, just five. So you other guys come back next year. Well, the Pro Football Hall of Fame does have three first-time eligible players getting in tonight. Tony Gonzalez, Ed Reed, and Champ Bailey. Also in Ty Law and Kevin Mawai. Also in as contributors, Pat Bolin and Gil Brandt. And Johnny Robinson, who is on the, uh, as a seniors finalist, is into the Pro Football Hall. Eligible for the Hall of Fame next year, Troy Polamalu and Reggie Wayne. The NFL's MVP is Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. He threw 50 touchdown passes this Oof. past season, 5,000 yards passing. And he just turned 23 during the season. Good Lord. The comeback player of the year is Colts quarterback Andrew Luck, who received 44 of the 50 votes. He went over a year without throwing because of that shoulder surgery. Aaron Donald of the Rams repeated as defensive player of the year. He led the league with 20 and a half sacks. He was also number one in quarterback hits, tops in quarterback pressures. Donald got 45 of the 50 votes. Khalil Mack got the other five. The Rams also had the league's offensive line of the year for this past season, so named at the NFL honors tonight. The offensive rookie of the year, Saquon Barkley of the Giants. Defensive rookie of the year, Darius Leonard, linebacker for the Colts. Coach of the year, Chicago's Matt Nagy. Chris Long at the Eagles won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. The Eagles are expected to pick up the contract option on quarterback Nick Foles, and then we'll see if he buys himself out as a free agent, if they franchise and trade him. A lot of options. To the NBA, the Clippers were down 25 at one point and still won at Detroit, 111-101 to 101 against Blake Griffin. And right now, mid-third quarter, the Milwaukee Bucks are leading 90-59 to 59 at Washington. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 30 points. It's 90-59. to 59. 
nine. Oh my god! Seven minutes to go in the third quarter. The Bucks are about to go two games up over the idle Toronto Raptors for first in the East. For first in the West, Denver winners of five straight start at the top of the hour at Minnesota, and about to start Golden State hosting the Lakers. Golden State and the Nuggets are tied for first in the Western Conference. Clay Thompson due to return tonight from his migraine. LeBron James is out for LA Thursday was close to a triple-double, played an overtime game, and they're going to rest him tonight. DeAndre Ayton returns for Phoenix tonight. They've lost nine in a row. Chris Paul of the Rockets is being rested tonight. 76ers J.J. Redick being rested tonight. And an update from college basketball. Overtime, about 30 seconds left in the OT. Indiana leading 76-72 at sixth-ranked. Michigan State will be back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've come it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And guys, in college basketball, I can pretty much guarantee we'll talk about this more later, but there was a top 25 matchup where 12th ranked Virginia Tech won at number 23 NC State today. 47 to 24 was the final score. <laughs> what in the That was the worst six. point total for a ranked team in the shot clock era, which goes back over 30 years. Worst point total for any ACC school in the shot clock era. 24 points in 40 minutes in a home game for North Carolina State. They started the game one for 17 shooting from the floor and we're still only down six points at the half. It was 20 to 14 and then they scored 10 points in the last 20 minutes. Of the I game. just wonder there's has, there has to be some better out there that took the over in that game. <laughs> and is watching. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how many minutes had gone by on the clock before he, he like, kicked oh, in the TV. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. he no longer has a television wherever he was watching. Yeah. No chance here to get this cover. Hey, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call 800 947 Auto. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. The other thing I thought of during Steve's update the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award going to Chris Long. And I just thought, how how funny is it, like, that we never have debates over that? You know, can you imagine if we opened up the phone lines eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and we said, you know, we're never going to have like this heated debate? Can you imagine someone calling? All right, hey, Bob, Bob, you're from Philly. Yeah, did you see the school? Did you see the playground that Chris Long built? Like, it's never going to be that way. You know, it, it's sad that we don't. We don't take it as seriously as some of these other awards. We might go back and forth on Saquon and Baker Mayfield tonight, but we're never going to compare notes when it comes to the Walton, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Hey, man, I was, I had the honor and the pleasure of being a nominee multiple times in my, in my career because I was always taught by my mother, who was an educator uh, for 40-plus years, to it is our responsibility to give back. Uh, Absolutely. And no matter where I played, played on five teams, I always was involved in the community. I think it's amazing. The things that these young men are doing now are greater, right? It, it, it is not only in their communities, but worldwide. And I, I just think that that award to me personifies what being a professional athlete is because Walter Payton was that guy. I hear you. I wish it was 
held in as high regard as the MVP, as the rookie of the year, as the defensive player of the year, whatever you want to throw out there. Because if you want to look at it, it matters even more. (laughs) It really does because you're impacting not just, you know, football fans, you're, you're impacting communities. You're impacting people beyond football. So I just wish it would get to that same level of value. And oftentimes it just doesn't, it, but it won't. Yeah, yeah, it won't. It won't, but I wish it would. That's why it's a wish real quickly. What do you think about this? Alex Marvez weighed in. He said he voted for Saquon Barkley instead of Baker Mayfield. Who would you have voted for, for the offensive rookie of the year? I would have did, um, uh, Baker Mayfield. You would have gone Baker. Yeah, I would have went. I, I agree with you. Uh, I would have too. It, to me, to be the quarterback of a dysfunctional franchise and have the type of success he was able to have, mid coaching changes, mid all of these things that were going on at the quarterback position, and then to have the best season that they've had in two decades. How do you not right? I mean, yeah. Saquon Barkley is a running back. I get it. He's a good running back, right? But is the needle moving, right? Is, is is Saquon Barkley moving the needle for the Giants? He did not well, this year. And we he, know Baker Mayfield moved the needle for the right. Browns. Yeah, I mean, I think that Saquon absolutely did. He was uh, He had a big impact on the team, but I didn't think he had a bigger impact than Baker Mayfield. The Browns were Baker. in a playoff. They yeah. were in the playoff hunt. From a from losing from, from losing every game from the previous no, season from nothing <laughs> right so I get what Saquon did and I don't want to take anything away from his tremendous season my hat goes off to him but when you're talking about moving the needle and and taking a franchise and being the catalyst to that franchise amid turmoil right I mean people mm-hmm. were getting fired amid yeah. turmoil and you're able to be relevant in December. Come on, man. I mean, right. like to me, that that's that's enough. You've done enough. Right? Yeah. You've done enough. And he didn't start Baker didn't start the first two games because Terod Taylor was in there. Think about that. But he played he played the lion's share of the third game against yeah. the Jets and started every game from that point on. So I wouldn't hold the first two games he didn't start against him. I would have gone with Baker, but um Baker is second place Saquon Barkley, who did have a magnificent a season. Year. He takes home. Great yeah. year, but yeah. this is a quarterback league, not a running back league. Absolutely. Look at Todd Gurley was tremendous. He hasn't shown up in four games, yeah. right? But guess what? They're still going. They're still winning. There's a, like, they, they got a guy off the couch, okay? <laughs> they got a guy off the couch, and he rushed for 500 yards in three games. <laughs> They're not getting a guy off the couch to play quarterback, to the same degree, right? It's not, and you're not going to have the Patriots in the Super Bowl if Tom Brady is just falling off a cliff and not producing anything the way Todd Gurley was. Right. Like that, yeah, it's, it's what you're saying. Quarterback means more than running back. All That's day. That's the way it goes. Yeah. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Is this player an MVP or an X Factor? I'm Brian No. He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.
I'm Brian No, he's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. I am not anticipating a uh, a barn burner tonight. No <laughs> LeBron James against uh. the Warriors. Ephraim, dude, <sighs> I thought of you when I saw this. LeBron ruled out against the Warriors for, for why? Why load management? It's a load of crap. Load management. If there's if you want a more 2019 term than that, I don't know what it is. Can you imagine? Like, I hate to go old school basketball. It's not what it once was. But can you imagine even in the Jordan era, 1993, right? They go on and beat the Phoenix Suns. Can you imagine him resting for load management? Come on, man. Just say rest. If anything, else, just say rest. If you don't want to go precaution with the groin injury and all just say rest. The load management you, terrible. You know why? Because rest is a is a negative connotation, right? We've been talking about this for the last couple of years. How people are resting their their players to hit the star players and and all mm-hmm. of that. Uh, we've seen it a lot this year. Uh, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard rests. Chris Paul. Every, everybody. Anthony Davis was rest. Everybody. All the stars rest. Right. Which bothers me. Number one, uh, mm-hmm. because not only has sa- their salaries increased. Right, they we don't do as many back to backs anymore. So everything has changed to favor the health of the athlete, which it should. So when you do this extra rest, there were no, there was no rest before. <laughs> right now, yeah. so now you can't use that phrase rest because you'll get negative backlash. Okay, so you, right, so-, so they sat in a room and said, okay, what can we say? Right, other than we need to rest him. And someone stood up and said, I got it. We need to manage his workload. Let's call it load management. Yeah. They said, boom, right there. Johnson, got a winner. Johnson, you are the one. Okay, so let's be part of the solution here. If you're saying no to rest in terms of the term being used, why LeBron is not playing tonight, which term should have been used? What should have been applied? Instead of load management, LeBron which we are James both thumbs down on. sore. From his 40-minute overtime performance. So we're going to get treatment. We're going to allow him to get a little more treatment. Okay. You go treatment. Right. Not bad. That's what it is, right? He played 40. They, in no scenario, said on your first game back from 17 games, you're going to play 40 minutes in an over in, in overtime. That was never on the docket. The fact that it happened that way gave you the reason to we need to revisit it, make sure he's strong enough to continue at this clip. Uh-huh. Not load management. Let that you uh, got, that's I don't want the created Bad. terms, okay? Yeah. It's not rest, it's precautionary. Right? Right, right. I could go with that. I could go with <clears throat> precaution. You know, that that would make sense. Yes. I'm okay with that. But load management. Too. Oh, my God. I saw, I, I saw that, that and I was just like, oh, God. Why? <laughs> it, what it, is happening? And you're like, hey, it's 2019. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get back to your Lakers. We got to talk about Anthony Davis and a handful of NBA topics. But let's talk about the NFL here real quickly, Ephraim, because Todd Gurley, he was an MVP candidate throughout most of the regular season. Right. 
that he had the knee injury, missed the final two regular season games, and he's he was non-existent last game against the Saints. He had four carries. And so the biggest question to me heading into Super Bowl 53 is, what are we going to see from Todd Gurley? Is this guy okay health-wise? Is there something else that we don't know about? Because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever for a guy who's been an MVP candidate throughout the entire regular season for him to be reduced to four carries just because they think C.J. Anderson is all of a sudden the answer. It doesn't add up. That is definitely not adding up. As a star player, right, who's proven himself over years to not not show up. Right. I, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the knee. I, I, I don't I'm not sure. If, if if mentally he's not in, I don't want to, you know, put that out there like that. But what I'm saying is there's no call for that. This is it. This is not a best of seven. Right? This is one game. Yeah. You're in the playoffs. It it should be a, a different mentality. Right? CJ Anderson is like, look here, bro. I don't know what you're going through, but go on and go through it. Because I'm <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make it happen. Right? He is not tripping. He's like, I'm gonna make it happen. And he said it. You call me fat, you call me big, whatever. Other professional athletes ha- have trouble tackling me. Yeah. He's like, meet me in the hole. See how that works out for we'll you. Meet you. You meet this fat body in the hole. We'll see what's going on. <laughs> One of us is going backwards. It's not me. Not me. I can promise yeah. you that. Not me. Yeah. We'll hear from Todd Gurley at the top of the hour. And some of the conversation, there's one NFC head coach, how he looks at both Rams running backs. And it is baffling to me. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, if both the Patriots and Rams could pick an offensive player to slow down, who should they choose? Oh, I'm getting fired up, big man. Super Bowl 53 right around the corner. What? what? I've been perusing for fun right now. Could turn into a vested interest, <laughs> but I, I've been perusing the uh, the prop bets because some of these you don't have to put action on them, but seriously, they make you think. If they you're really perusing, make you think. you're putting action. Okay. No, 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 yeah, no. Oh, that's yes. not true. Yes, no, yes, that's yes, true. Yes, yes. You, you got to listen to me on this okay. one, big man. All right, okay. Not tr- I, it gets my uh, football mind thinking. So there are plenty of them where I'm like, wow, that's a tough line. I could see it going either way. I'm not going to touch that one. But in terms of this show, I, I think it's sometimes makes for great discussions. How about this? What do you think about this? Total touchdown yards by both teams. So all of it combined. The line is set at 88 and a half yards. You think it's going over or under that? Ugh. Yards on touchdown. Yeah, it is. That's a man, it's so weird. Like, how do you I don't know. I I, I really um uh, let's go over. Going <laughs> I think it really comes down to the longest score of the game. Right. You know, are we talking a 37 yard touchdown? Well, all of a sudden you're looking pretty good because there's going to be, what do you think? How many touchdowns? Five, six touchdowns in this game, roughly? What would you guess? Uh, I would say total five, six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. But probably closer to six, seven, I think. Okay. So somewhere around there, the yeah. five to seven yeah. range. Let's say the longest touchdown is 21 yards. It's possible. You got to score. A, there got to be a lot more touchdowns for you to hit the over 88 and a half on that one. 
But on the opposite side, let's say there's some bomb. Let's say there's a 55 yard touchdown. Well, you're pretty much good from that point on tough one, tough one to call right there. How about this one? Total interceptions by both teams. <laughs> line is set at one and a half. That's a good line. That's a good you line. You like the over? You like the over or under on I'll, that? I'll take the uh, over. I like the over as well. I'll take the over. Yeah, there are, there's a handful of these that make me think. I love this one. This is my personal favorite prop bet that I've seen so far. I mean, there's about, what, 3,500 of them? I'm through about <laughs> the first 40% of them. <laughs> but as of now, this is the one I like the most. How many players will have a passing attempt? And it's set at two and a half. So it's essentially just saying, will someone other than Brady and Goff throw a pass? What do you think? Mm, I'm under. Yeah. I'm under. That's a tough one, man. I'm under because on that one. These are two really good teams. I agree with you. The Rams are more talented, but still two really good teams. They're really, I mean, you're in the Super Bowl. You can't. Yeah. You can't fake your way into a Super Bowl. Right. That, and think the, of it this way. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't that, that's the, the one thing, right? Like you can, somebody can heat up in basketball, right? Or somebody can go cold or whatever that is. But in, in, in one game series, right? When, when you're in, it's hard to fake your way through the season, through the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. That's why it's so tough to get there. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. But you think about, say, the Rams, I, they're more talented, Maybe this lends itself where the Patriots, they got to do some razzle-dazzle stuff. They got to pull out all the stops, you know? Well, do they we, have a we saw how special-like play? We saw how razzle-dazzle that was for him from last year. Last year? Yeah, it was not think really. they're done razzling and dazzling yeah, over there? Yeah, it was not really dazzling at all there. I did some crack research, and I'm not sure I can remember it completely, but based off of memory, I believe Johnny Hecker... He threw four passes, the Rams punter this year. Yeah. And Julian Edelman threw two passes. That's it. All year long combined, we've got six passes from anybody not named Brady or Goff and I for the Patriots and Rams. You, I can promise you this. <laughs> the Patriots will not allow, allow Hecker to throw a pass. They won't be beaten by I, – I promise you, they've gone over every – they've seen every single pass he's thrown, every formation, everything. He It will be – That won't beat him. Yeah, like the tightest window. We always talk about tight windows in the NFL. Johnny Hecker is going to have to thread the needle to complete a pass. I agree because we just saw it. It was in the NFC Championship. He literally might as well take the snap from the center – and play quarterback for, for that. That's how impossible it is. They're not going for that. New England, no shot. No, no, they're not going to fall for that. No doubt. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, how about this, Ephraim? If we look at both defenses and trying to slow down the opposing offense, Bill Belichick is a master at this, where we just saw it against the Chiefs. He took away both Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They're two greatest offensive weapons. They were completely neutralized, right? So if you think of that heading into this game, let's put the quarterbacks to the side. Because if I ask you, who do you think, if the Patriots could choose one player to slow down, they get to pick 
and say, all right, this guy, he's going to be drastically slowed down offensively. Putting the quarterbacks to the side, who do you think they should pick? Uh, It would have to be Todd Gurley. It's tough because it makes you think with what we just saw in the NFC title right, game. But you know? what you don't want to do is underestimate him. Yeah. Right. So there, there's you don't want to go in like okay, he's not going to you. You keep you have to prepare for the best version of said player. Right. That's what it has to be. If not, then you get yourself exposed and you run into something you weren't prepared for. That's true. I just think of. The way the question set up is, you know, what do you think would benefit you the most as a defense? If you were able to handpick and say, all right, Todd Gurley, he's not going to do much of anything. Like, he might not have anyway. <laughs> I don't know if he's healthy, you know? So that gets my mind thinking, hey, if you handpick Brandon Cooks, who had a big game against the Saints and has had many big games this season, and he's their number one receiver. If you could handpick him and say, all right, we're slowing him down. He's doing next to nothing this game. It could have, based on what we don't know about Todd Gurley's health status, it could have a bigger impact and benefit the Patriots more. Yeah, I, I just think um, I, I think the Patriots want to make Jared Goff beat them. I yeah. don't think they're convinced that he's ready to be in that elite category or in that upper echelon. So no. I... I you know, it's my assessment that the Patriots are going to make, you know, make uh, Jared Goff beat them, not mess around with the run. They're going to try to take the run away completely and let's see if this young quarterback can step up and put on a, a Nick Foles type of effort. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there for you. I mean, that's your starting quarter. Well, we don't know. He, no, no, they, they picked no, up the option. No. Wait, 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 wait. Don't what? say what? that. Don't, don't give me nightmares tonight, big man. Come on. They picked we up, don't the, want they picked up the option. Philly picked up the option, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, <sighs> South Beach, Le'Veon Bell, um, no. Nick Foles. No. Le'Veon Bell, come on over to South Beach. You're there anyway. What if he was like, I, you need a quarterback, and if it's not Nick Foles, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> Be like. Well, we don't if need you that if bad. It's Nick Foles, if it's not Nick Foles, I'm not coming. <laughs> I'd be like, well, hey, man, good luck in Indy. Yeah. You know, Andrew Luck needs a running back. I don't know what to tell you. All right, how about this? Let's flip it around. Okay. So the Rams. Now you're let's you're you're Wade Phillips. You're in his shoes, okay? And you can pick a Patriots offensive player that you're going to slow down. Outside of Brady. Who would you handpick thinking that it would benefit you the most? Uh, Julian Edelman. Okay, you go Edelman. Yeah. I mean, that's a great suggestion. I think that it's similar to what you're talking about with the Rams. I would I would handpick Sony Michelle because he has meant so much to their playoff success. These two games against the Chiefs and the Chargers, he's been magnificent. He has, but they have a way of switching those running backs out, right? So you can key on him, and if you're just keying on him, and see, I think the front four for the Rams can handle the run, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't have to Mm -hmm. pay special attention to taking something away, right? You don't need to bring a safety down in the box. I think 
those front four and the linebackers, front seven, can handle the run, right? So I wouldn't want to, you know, dedicate an extra safety up to stop Sonny Michelle. I will say running backs or whoever you have guarding him man-to-man out of the backfield have to be hyper-aware. If you play zone, they're going to nickel and dime you down the field with the running back. We know that. That's been New England's formula forever. They started the game against Kansas City like that, and I was waiting for Kansas City to be like, hey, we're going to do this different. But they didn't, and now they're all watching the game with us tomorrow. So I think if you take their third down weapon away, then I think it's going to cause Tom to hold the ball a little bit longer, and maybe that little bit extra Mm -hmm. is enough for Sue and Donald to get there. I hear you. I look at it like this. The reason I take Sony Michelle is because he's been the key to most of their playoff success. You know, it's Tom Brady and Edelman and all that, but when you are multidimensional as an offense, that really keeps a defense off balance. If you're just strictly a, a passing team, that affects so much. So if you're able to essentially neutralize Sony Michelle, I don't think Rex Burkhead is all of a sudden going to erupt and go for a hundred yards rushing or something like that. I don't think James White is going to have tremendous success running the ball. So if I can take away Sony Michelle, I can essentially make the the Patriots one dimensional. And yeah, I know Brady is capable of throwing for a lot of yards and having success, but that changes everything from a defensive standpoint. You can pin your ears back. You can rush that guy knowing that he's going to be standing back there and throwing the ball. I think, that and I understand everything you're saying. I think I I don't think that the Patriots are really going to be affected if you take their run away, right? Mm-hmm. Like Tom Brady can they've won games where they rushed the ball five times. You know what I mean? It's in their will. Tom if you give Tom Brady control of the football whether you're running the ball or not, more good than bad is going to happen. Would you agree with that? We've seen it over the history of his career. He he certainly can handle it. Right. If the how much game did he there. how much did he throw for last year in the Super Bowl? Over five hundred. Right. <laughs> so if if I'm trying to take something away, I'm not going to take away the thing that he needs the least. I, you, you feel think me? that's the least that he needs? I think though? that's the least that he needs. Hey. I, I, honestly, because hey. if you stopped running the ball and just kept the backs in to block, right? If you just kept the running backs in and the tight end to block, yeah, you don't think Tom Brady can f- find holes and find receivers? Oh, I, I think he can, but I would, I would go the other way. I would say someone like Chris Hogan or Philip Dorsett or someone like that. That's who he needs least. Right, I don't think Sony Michelle is no, the guy. He I'm, needs I'm talking about in terms of the running game, not a, a specific player. Right? Okay. If they came out and, and we don't know, New England has the ability to do that. Right? They can come out and they rush the ball like we did against. They're going to rush the ball 25 times in the first half or whatever that is. Or they mm-hmm. can come out and rush the ball twice and throw for 23 times. Like they have, they're one of the only teams that can really switch that up in terms of not letting someone pinpoint their identity. So I'm That's saying true. Tom Brady with the ball in his hands is way more dangerous than Sony Michelle with the ball in his. 
true, but I think that as a defense, it keeps you more off balance if you don't know if it's going to be run or pass. Like, what's coming here? If you've got an idea, like, he's dropping back, that, that plays to your benefit. But I think that's a good discussion. It'll be interesting to see what Wade Phillips does and who he keys in on. Uh, we'll find out tomorrow. Should be great. All right. If you have any thoughts, feel free to check in. 877-99 on Fox. We're heavy on the Super Bowl, but that's not the only thing. So if you want to get something off your chest outside of the Super Bowl, feel free to do so. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, what in the world is Ephraim's favorite team doing? I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. You know, Ephraim, I've been looking through these prop bets here, and I think if I don't <laughs> sleep tonight... I might be able to get through them by kickoff. Maybe. There are a ton of these things. I have to say this. This is hilarious to me. I literally just saw this one. Here's what it says. It says, will one quarter be scoreless? 
And then they explain it, and it says one quarter will have a zero zero score. Okay, right? <laughs> then, then in parentheses, it says overtime quarters count. What? Right. <laughs> so, why is that included? <laughs> They're going to play until someone scores if it goes to overtime. That's the only way a winner is going to be determined. What is that? I don't know what that is. It's ridiculous <laughs> right there. Steve has something on this. What do you have, Steve? It's because, as the referee says at the start of overtime, it's like we're beginning a new game. If they go scoreless in the quarter, they oh. keep playing a second quarter of overtime, double oh, overtime. See, Steve, look at the big brain on Steve. And that's huh? why he's paid the big bucks. That's really why the Sager is the Sager. I'm trying to get on his pay scale. Right. <laughs> no, so you, in you essence, don't want that, trust me. <laughs> okay, never mind. It would be if the fifth quarter was scoreless. They went 15 right. minutes in the right. first overtime quarter, and then they scored the next quarter. There it is. See, Steve? See? Yeah. Ephraim and I were just laughing at the sports book. Just laughing. And if we didn't have you, they'd just be laughing right back they'd at laugh, us. Laughing at us. Not the first or last time that <laughs> a fan thinks they know more than the sports book. <laughs> that is true. Hey, we're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Thankfully, um, the payment for the big three pool, which I still owe you and Nick, it hasn't hurt my credit score. Okay, well, you only got uh, a little under... About like five hours. hours? Well, we got twenty-one hours. No, oh, no, like- no, no. You you said it'll be paid <laughs> before Super Bowl Sunday. That's in five and a half hours. Okay, so you're literally taking it at twelve oh one, or well, midnight. What I was told was I'd be paid <laughs> before Super Bowl Sunday. So if it's after midnight. It's not before Super Bowl Sunday, right? You, hey, didn't say, you didn't say on Super Bowl Sunday. You said you will be paid before Super Bowl Sunday. That's, that's what you told true, me. and I can't fault you for taking it that way. I mean, that's the only I way I can take it. Yeah, I was thinking it meant by game time oh, well, on you, Super Bowl Sunday. You didn't say you would be paid before the kickoff. I didn't, and that's fair. That's totally fair. So I spoke so, to uh, my accountant, and you know they'll be. They've been what they hit me up today. Hey, it, it hasn't come in yet. I, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> I picture someone with one of those visors, you know, at the poker table, one of the green visors, just like chewing we're gum, still waiting, chewing gum, still in waiting. a pocket protector. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly okay. What, that's what we're doing. So, all right, I, I mean, got until eleven fifty nine tonight. You got eleven fifty nine. Okay. Did you did you want to tell me how you were going to transfer the funds? Should I be expecting some something? Uh, yeah, I'll work out the details after the show. Okay. You know? All right. All right. I try just to figure I'm, it out. Trying to figure. I'm just trying to get a get a grasp of what's going on. I'm Pay sure that's me and his money. <laughs> I'm sure Nick wants to know as well. You know. Oh, he absolutely wants to know. Speaking of, how did you say that? Get a grasp of what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get a grasp of what's going on with your Los Angeles Lakers right here. Okay. okay. All right. Because they're, they're trying to get Anthony Davis, which yeah. makes all the sense in the world to team him up with LeBron. Of course. 
And so Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski over at ESPN, Woj bomb last night. He tweeted that the Lakers have offered, and the Pelicans are very underwhelmed by this offer. The Lakers have offered Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, okay, first round pick, Mm -hmm. all right, Rajon Rondo and Michael Beasley. Then surprisingly, the Pelicans are like, nah. uh, speaking to my good ear here. What? <laughs> what? What? Come on, man. Like, I understand this is a low ball offer and hopefully it'll make their next offer look a little bit better and all of that. But if you're the Lakers, I mean, you have to think about what's happened numerous times before where some random team that isn't on the radar swoops in, makes a great trade proposal and the deal is made. Did we see Porzingis go into the Dallas Mavericks before that deal went down? Never. No. So for all these people that are like, eh, it's a low ball offer. Like it's give it time. Like you're playing with fire that somebody else swoops in and makes this huge play for Anthony Davis. The Knicks tried with Porzingis. So I would, I'd be careful about low balling too much for too long before the February 7th deadline. What would your be your proposed trade be? If you were anybody the but LeBron, who do you want? But how like, many seriously? anybody's though? I mean, you can't give up the eleven players, can you? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, the right? salaries you, wouldn't you, match. You can't yeah. give up eleven players. So when it comes well, to your young guns, yeah, okay? okay. So give me give me your trade. If it takes three of the young guns to make it happen, Kyle, do it. Okay, Zoe, Kyle Kuzma, Ingram. Great. Awesome. What else? Let's do business. It'd probably take another first round pick on top of that. First round pick. So that th- yeah. those three and a first round pick, you get you good. Absolutely. I don't even think twice about doing that. Okay. You? No, I I, I don't. I don't really? I don't I no. I to get Anthony Davis, I mean yeah. I would love to hold on to Kyle Kuzma, but uh Ingram and Zoe, they can go. <laughs> right. Okay. Are, are, so, is this our NBA segment? Because I'm I'm ready to to because I got ready I, to unleash. I got some some things that I want to get off my chest. Okay. Here here's what we'll do because it is right there at the moment that we're supposed to throw it to the great Steve. DeSager. Oh, we got to throw it up. We got to throw it over there. Then. He pointed us in the right direction about the overtime quarter applying. Should you bet on there being a scoreless quarter in the NFL? Like this dude, he's on the money, you know? So what we'll do, we'll t- we'll toss it to Steve DeSager. It's kind of like the three-man weave, you know? <laughs> right. We'll dribble that? around for a little bit, and then he'll he'll toss it right back to us, there and we will know. get into our no-huddle NBA segment. Play a little sweet Georgia Brown in the background, and we're set. There you go. We'll get to the NBA in a moment because we do have the names of the Pro Football Hall of Famers for 2019. They include three first-time eligible players, Champ Bailey, Ed Reed, and Tony Gonzalez. In as contributors, Pat Bolin and Gil Brand. Also a seniors finalist, Johnny Robinson gets in. By the way, also ex-players Ty Law and Kevin McGuire are now Hall of Famers. The NFL MVP is Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Donald of the Rams repeated as Defensive Player of the Year. For Offensive Rookie of the Year, Giants running back Saquon Barkley edged out Baker Mayfield. Defensive Rookie of the Year Colts linebacker Darius Leonard outvoted Derwin James, Chargers safety. To the NBA, 
Clippers came back to win at Detroit. Milwaukee won again at Washington. So the Bucks first in the East, two games over the Idle Raptors. In the West, Golden State starts the ah. night tied with the Denver Nuggets for first place in the conference. The Warriors were 9 of 11 shooting to start. They were up 22 to 8 mid-first quarter. It's now just 47-46. Golden State in the lead, about five minutes to go until halftime. Even though Klay Thompson is playing and has 19 points in this game, he'd missed the last contest with a migraine. LeBron James is out Thursday, close to a triple-double in an overtime game. He's sitting tonight. As for the Denver Nuggets, they're trailing 31-27 at Minnesota late in the first quarter. In progress at Cleveland. You know, Cavs aren't getting blown out tonight. Dallas 90-82 to now with about eight minutes to go at Cleveland. Luka Doncic, Rookie of the Year candidate for the Mavericks, returned tonight from a sore ankle and had 28 points in the first half. He's up to 34 now as they're in the fourth. The Indiana Pacers are trying to end a four-game losing streak. They're up to, well, about 10 minutes to go now in the game. 84-77 at Miami. College Hoops, number one, Tennessee, with 11 minutes left, is now leading 63-58 at Texas A&M. Indiana won in overtime at sixth-ranked Michigan State, 79-75. And, yes, Virginia Tech won 47-24 at NC State. Guys, we'll be back in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to Farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And guys, one cable network has made sure to point out that today the Rams beat the Patriots in their college basketball coverage. The VCU Rams beat the George Mason Patriots 79-63. And by the way, the Philadelphia Eagles are expected to pick up the contract option on quarterback Nick Foles. And then he could buy himself out and become a free agent. Philadelphia could also franchise tag him, franchise tag him try and trade him. Uh, the Eagles have said Carson Wentz is their starter. Back to you. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, Ephraim. We'll get to the NFL stuff here momentarily, but a lot of NBA headlines going on. And we got stuff that we got to get off our chests. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're going to go no huddle, rapid fire style, hitting on numerous topics, I'll let you lead the way because it sounds like there's something primarily that you have to get off your chest, and I want to take you in a different direction. Okay, well, let's have a conversation about the whole Anthony Davis thing. Sure. All right, so, and I've been looking at the situation, and I like Anthony Davis. I think he's a tremendous talent. I think he's a tremendous young man. Uh, He's meant a lot to that team and that community. But what I don't like, um, and I think a lot of people are just glossing over it a little bit, is this whole scenario, right? You want to talk about bad timing, right? And for this to come out like this. So the orchestrator of it all is his agent, Rich Paul, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Tremendous agent, tremendous talent really has a grasp on business, but in my estimation, he's given Anthony Davis some bad advice. And the reason I say that is Anthony Davis is a superstar. No superstar has to to posture like this, right? The timing of it is terrible because 
they've removed Anthony Davis from the introduction screen in the in the arena when when they're bringing out the team, right? Because they didn't want him to get booed. Do you think Anthony Davis can go to his favorite restaurant in New Orleans? He's been there six years and sit down and have an unencumbered meal anymore, right? What do you no. think those yeah. guys in the locker room, right, yeah. are feeling towards Anthony Davis at this moment? So when you advise a player to make a public statement at this juncture in the season, right, if if nothing happens with the trade, then you've alienated a fan base and a locker room. Why? Yeah. Right? So my problem is with Rich Paul and that group and that camp. I didn't I didn't agree with the way they're they're handling this. And I know Dale Demps. Dale, I grew up with Dale Demps. He's older than me, but I grew up I'm extremely close with the family. I'm he's part of my family. And it's one thing I know about Dale is <laughs> if you try to push him in the corner, okay? Right? He he might never trade Anthony Davis. Right? He may say, look, I'm not trading him this year and I'm not trading him next year. I'm gonna let him, I'm gonna make him play, or not make him, but I he's going to play out his entire contract. And if he wants to leave after that, then so be it. That's a Dale and I, this is years ago. Dale and I played, we're playing two on two. Okay? Basketball. And I was getting the best of him, so I was talking a little trash, and we beat. I beat him. We beat him. Our team beat him. He still hasn't let that go. <laughs> this was like f- six years ago. He still hasn't. We still talk about stuff back and when I was young, and he was overseas playing, and they used to come and, and, and play in the, in the Pro-Am, and we would play in the gym with him. He's still talking about things from there. So if – they think they're going to force him to do something. That's just not his mentality. Well, I think that your original point, if this deal doesn't go down before the trade deadline, Anthony Davis is in a really awkward position Oof. because you're there with the Pelicans for the rest of the season. They might shut you down because if he gets injured, all of a sudden – this player that you could get a, a lot in compensation for, all of a sudden that trade value goes down drastically if he gets hurt. So he might not even suit up for the Pelicans from here on out this season. So I hear you with Rich Paul and also Anthony Davis's dad. Right. The text message he sent to ESPN Look, calling out the Boston Celtics parents, and saying, I don't want my son to play there at all. Don't You can't ever buy or read into anything that, that family members outside of organizations are saying like it's just you don't they're gonna do what they're gonna do right so you just you throw that out right you just rip that up and throw that out and and i know they communicate and all of that but you can't put any validity and weight into that that's fine but i look at it where it's just more noise out there and it tends to i think it makes it makes me believe or be more prone to believe the reports that anthony davis He's not looking to sign a long-term deal with the Boston Celtics. Those reports have been out there regardless of what Anthony Davis's dad is texting ESPN or not. But if there's a report out there that Anthony Davis is reluctant to sign a long-term extension with the Celtics, 
And then Anthony Davis's dad is popping off about the Celtics and they have no loyalty and whatever. It makes me more prone to believe that, hey, I don't think that Anthony Davis is looking at the Celtics long term, which then again goes back to where's he going to end up? I, I think that we could get lost in the weeds in this. We'll keep it simple. February 7th is the trade deadline. It's not in the Pelicans' best interest to trade Anthony Davis before the deadline because the Celtics, they're not in the mix to offer a great trade package for Anthony Davis. They can't do that because they have Kyrie Irving right now and because of the Rose Rule. They can do it in the offseason. So it'd be better for the Pelicans to wait for the offseason so that the Celtics can have a seat at the table, hopefully drive the price tag up if they don't make a trade with the Celtics. So there's no incentive for the Pelicans to deal Anthony Davis right here, right now. And to your point, as it relates to Anthony Davis, if they don't trade him before the deadline, it's going to get even more awkward until the off season for him. Yeah. I just think it was poor timing, man. Like you're looking at one of the top five players in the league, right? Why would you do that now? You know what I mean? This is a discussion you have in the office, the GM, the coach, Rich, and you guys have a you guys talk about it, right? You don't you don't just go out and start demanding things because you don't you're not in control of it. And like I said, if you get a GM who's like, nah, we're not gonna be we're not gonna be pushed or hurried into anything. Yeah. Right? And I know Delano Dimps is he's not one for 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 being forced to do something. And you find yourself in a situation to where now there's discord in your daily life. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. And this is Anthony Davis. Listen to this. Um, he's meeting with the media and he's trying to spin it now, right? Where listen to the question in terms of where he's going to play and, and listen to his response. Check it out. Was there an ultimatum issued about uh, wanting to go to the Lakers? No, I never gave a me or my representation never gave Pelicans, you know, a, a destination or, or anything. So I'm not sure where that's coming from. Um, maybe the connection, you know, with my representation, but we never gave a um, Pelicans a, a destination. Okay. Okay. Never gave them a destination. Uh, essentially, you know, uh, I don't know. The cut says I'm willing to play anywhere. That's yeah for you uh, here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not talking I don't even about. Know if that's true. We're not talking about where you're willing to play for a year. We're talking about where you're willing to sign a long-term deal. Right. Right. That's that's what we're talking about. Because look, Toronto can find themselves in a situation in a couple months. Right. Kawhi Leonard, they trade oh, yeah. for him. Oh, yeah. He's a free agent. I mean, lose him for nothing. He could just, this is it. Maybe they're going yeah. for the championship now and they're like, hey, we're going to roll the dice. Maybe there's another team out there who's willing to roll the dice uh, and all the stakes on the table for this year. But without that commitment, the Lakers did it with Dwight Howard. I mean, I didn't really want Dwight Howard to stay anyway, just not my type of player. But you roll the dice and at the end of it, you say, if it's like OKC and it works out, but that's because it was a it was a connection and a friendship there. It was a bond there, right, for Paul George. So he bought into that bond and that friendship. 
other places, man, I don't I don't know. I you know, it's it's hard for me to say, man. So I, I for me I wouldn't have come out right now and done that. That just seems crazy to me. I hear you. I'll say this real quick. You know me. I'm cool with gambling. Okay? <laughs> right. Yes, I am you are. not gambling. If I am Danny Ainge and I don't know no shot. that Anthony Davis is signing a long term deal with us, I am not trading picks and young talent and to what, rent him for a year? No shot. If he walks, no way am I gambling with that. I need to know. I'm on a need-to-know basis. Like, <laughs> you're going to be here, right? We got a handshake agreement. You're signing a long-term deal. Otherwise, I am not making that deal for Anthony Davis. That makes no sense. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. One player has put his teammate in a really tough spot. We'll explain. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Crazy what happened in the Spurs game early on tonight against the Pelicans. We're just talking about Anthony Davis and the Pelicans and all of that. Bats, man. So, yeah, the Pelicans without Anthony Davis playing right now, obviously with the finger injury. There was a bat in the arena. Remember when Manu Ginobili just smacked the bat out of midair, picked it up? We had another bat encounter tonight, and it was the mascot, the coyote. You know, the mascot was yeah. dressed up in Batman gear and caught it with a net. Yeah, but Manu Ginobili did get bit and had to go get the rab- rabies shots. Mm. Steve has something on this. Yeah, I was wondering why he was already in a bat costume for that. And Thursday, they had to interrupt the game at San Antonio because they had a delay of nearly three minutes for bats. So just a couple of days ago, I mean, Pau Gasol was trying to shoo him away with towels and some players started to flee into the tunnels. They never actually caught them on Thursday. They flew up into the rafters. The Ginobili thing was a decade ago. So yes, there's a history here, people. So it's the mascot, the coyote, dressed in a bat costume and the thing was of course the spurs are on fox sports southwest so we have it he's ready tonight get him he dove and missed and then he got it on the sideline yes (laughs) with a butterfly net the coyote got him go ahead and chow down coyote standing go chow down (laughs) standing out from the bench for the spurs too Crazy, man. Keep on playing with nature. Are there other NBA arenas that have had bats flying around? What is it with San Antonio? I don't know what it is, man, but sheesh. Clippers had a dingbat for many decades. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That is true. Um, Have you ever seen a bat in person? Yes, yes, I have. They're freaky, aren't they? We were just in uh, Punta Mita for Thanksgiving and had a beautiful beautiful spread out there and uh that it was an outdoor indoor house uh and we had a couple bats uh come on in and join us for dinner oh wow i they are just like possums yeah yeah they just look like they're from the depths of hell <laughs> they're like lucifer's pets my, like my brother literally was just like i mean screaming and running and I was yeah. like, hey, man, we the kids are in here. Settle down, man. 
Settle We're down. supposed to be the guardians. I'm like, over we the grown ups, man. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> He didn't grab his plate, took his plate all in the other room. I'm like, hey, man. What what creature, let me ask you this real quickly. What creature would cause you to freak out the most? I, I would think it was something you don't see on a regular basis, right? Anything in Australia, mm-hmm. right? Any Anything in Australia uh, from spiders to kangaroos. Right, like something if you just walked in the <laughs> yeah, house and yeah. it was I'm, whoa, 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 what is it? Oh, yeah. First of all, kangaroos just, are highly aggressive, and I mean, I, I've been strong. to the outback and I, it's spiders out there that's the size of your pinky nail that can cripple you to the ground. Mm. So you know, it doesn't have to be big and ferocious looking. Big and ferocious, you can see, right? Yeah. But when yeah. you go sit down on the toilet and there is a poisonous spider. Oh, man. Can you? Uh, right? Change uh, your life. Yes. Change your, or, or right? Or a or snake, a snake. By the way. Or a snake. Oh, a snake would make me lose my mind. Right? Just a big snake just out oh, of nowhere sneaking up on you. You just Woo. made my skin crawl right now. Oh, Lord, no. We are brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. That would change your whole approach to going to the bathroom ever from that point on in your entire life. (laughs) No matter where you are, it's over. Like, I I can no longer have peace. That's my peace. Mm -hmm. When you got two kids... That's your piece for for, for fathers in the the bathroom. No longer. All right, up next, it's the most obvious things that fans overlook about athletes. Oh, what's going on on the eve of Super Bowl 53? We are completely fired up and out of our minds. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Is there anything specifically that you're looking forward to in the game tomorrow, Ephraim? Um, I, I just want to see a good game, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I just want to be thoroughly – I don't have a dog in the race. I'm a, I'm in L.A., so, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for the Rams. I, it didn't matter who was playing against the Patriots. I'm not playing – I, I just – you know, I'm a hater. Right? I'm a hater, but I recognize greatness. The Patriots have been great. I just want to see an entertaining game, right? Yeah. I, I want to see wow. two of the, the, the two best remaining teams in the NFL put a show on, and we've had that the last couple of years. Well, I'll tell you this. Leading up to the game, I was I read a piece about Nikel Roby Coleman, and he, of course, was the, the defensive back from the Rams that hit Tommy Lee Lewis early. Mm-hmm. We're right after the two-minute warning NFC championship game the no call heard round the world. And I thought it's important to bring it up because we might have something similar happen in the Super Bowl tomorrow. Maybe there is a missed call. Maybe someone, you know, drops a ball, uh, you know, muffs a punt, whatever. Nikel Roby Coleman, there were death threats after the NFC championship game headed in his direction, <laughs> which is idiots. absurd, right? People are idiots. So I just wanted to throw this out before the Super Bowl to if there's anybody listening that is a loose cannon to that degree, I thought that 
a piece by Tyler Dunn of Bleacher Report. He was interviewing the Kel Roby Coleman. And I, I just, I have to read a couple of things from this because it needs to be out there. In 2010, Roby Coleman lost his mother because of a massive heart attack. And this season, actually, he lost his son that, that oh, died after yeah. five days once he was born. And the way that Tyler Dunn describes this, I, I just wanted to put it out there. Then I'll explain why in a second. But Tyler writes, he can still remember walking into his mother's bedroom before heading to class to check on her before she was just in because she was just in the hospital and had been dealing with high blood pressure. And there Maxine Roby was passed out on the floor. He called 911. He performed CPR. He tried talking to mom, but as her lips moved, no words came out. An ambulance rushed Maxine to the hospital and family told Nikel to go to school to try to make, try to take his mind off this. He couldn't, of course, he soon redirected to the hospital, walked into her room and there was his mom, his everything, deceased at 44 years old. Tyler goes on and writes this. This is about this season. After L.A. took down the Seahawks at home, 36-31, to 31, Roby Coleman received chilling news. His son-to-be, Nikel Jr., was arriving a month early, and an emergency C-section was needed. He arranged for the best medical care possible, then headed to Colorado Springs, with the Rams to prepare for their game against the Chiefs. The situation back in L.A. worsened and worsened. Ugh. And on November 15th, five days after his son was born, Roby Coleman hopped on a plane to L.A. to be there for his son. Upon landing, he learned the Kelt Jr. had died due to collapsed lungs. Roby Coleman described it as, quote, a very, very empty feeling, a feeling that I don't want anybody to go through, end quote. And so I, I say all this, Ephraim, because I think the most obvious thing about athletes is sometimes the easiest thing that fans forget is that they're people. <laughs> like, Roby Coleman is a person. He's a person with a family. He's a person that lost his mom, that lost his son. Like, you can't let a blown call get you riled up to the point where you're making death threats or doing these idiotic things on Twitter. Like, just don't get so far removed that you forget that these people, they're actually people. They're not just dudes that play in the NFL and you're upset because they cost your team a chance to make it to the, to the Super Bowl. And that lesson gets lost far too often. I am uh, deeply saddened by that story and, and the fact that this young man at such a young age had to deal with these type of adversities the finality of these adversities. Some adversities we can overcome and they, they turn out okay, but when death is involved, it has a, an aspect of finality to it and, and, and it it really brings things into perspective for yeah. all of us. And to think that because of a game you would want to attack someone verbally and issue death threats over a sport, a game. Yeah. Um, you don't understand the finality of it all, right? 
because right. yeah, yeah. If something happened and there was no football for the rest of time, we'd still be people, right? We'll still have mm-hmm. human decency. There would be no more bad calls or good calls or touchdowns, but there'd be life. And so when you threaten someone's life because you didn't agree with a call or what a player did, then you're forfeiting your humanity. So what good are you to the world? That's a great way to put it. And think about it. This list sadly goes on and on where I can remember Kyle Williams with the 49ers. He muffed a punt in the NFC championship game against the Giants. Giants go on to win. That was the second Super Bowl that they beat the Patriots. Death threats because of that muffed punt. Brandon Bostic with the Packers. Remember the onside kick that Mm -hmm. he mishandled? He went through it. And it's just like, I, I, and it's not just death threats, Ephraim. You don't have to threaten someone's life to be completely and utterly out of line and mean spirited. And you're just, you're simply forgetting that there are people if you do something. Shouldn't there be some recourse? Absolutely. Some consequences? Absolutely. Great nation we have of all of this, these services, FBI and our police departments and our anti terrorist groups. Yeah. And our, our, our ability to have the, the the latest technology, shouldn't there be a division of law enforcement that specializes specializing in retribution in these cases? Because Absolutely. that should be a punishable offense. It should be a felony. Right. And I believe it is. I mean, I, I don't. You should to, be prosecuted to the fullest should. extent of the law. And that's the only way we'll see this because as they're typing that message, they're going to realize, oh, they will find me and yeah. I will go to jail. Yeah, You right? can't say it on the street. I don't know why you can type, type it, it on Twitter. Like, <laughs> like, I understand that there are burner accounts. There's Sometimes it's hard to locate, but it's not impossible. It is not impossible. And there's, I'll say this, there's far too much that's gotten away with when it comes to like the keyboard assassins out there on social media, there are, you take threats seriously, but it's like they're picking and choosing which threats they're going to take seriously and which they just brush aside. There shouldn't be as many threats brushed aside as there are. If you threaten someone's life via phone, text, Twitter, you should be held accountable, period. Law, write it down, enforce it. Let's clean up. Let's clean up. Right? Let's let's clean up our humanity. Yeah. So much divisiveness. It's a game. All right? Yeah. And if you yeah. lost a bunch of money on a game, then shame on you. Dumb well, dumb. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can lose money from time to time, but as long as you handle it. I'm the talking right, about right? to the point of wanting to threat some threaten oh, right. someone. No, no. Yeah. Right. No and I love fans. Don't get me that. wrong. I love fanatics. I love fans. I love what they bring to the game. But if you can't get over something. Yeah. As an adult. As a grown <laughs> person. Yeah. Right? With responsibilities. And a family potentially. There's plenty of people out there with families that right? are right. You got a six-year-old like running around behind you while you threaten someone's life on Twitter. Yeah. 
Uh, Man, I yeah. tell you what, if I had the means, I would start this. I would create this. I would hire the best computer trackers, the whole nine yards, and film me approaching their homes. I would. I, I would be like, let's talk about the the threats you had with the police with me. Remember how uh, to catch a predator? Remember how yeah. he'd come out? Yeah. <laughs> he'd just come out from the back room. <laughs> right? Just, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, uh, at 612-20, twink, twink, we received your death threat to so-and-so, and we wanted to talk to you about it. Oh, no, no, them, they're just waiting for after the conversation to arrest you because it's yeah. a felony. Yeah. And you will be, and, and, and film all of it and let the world know. Let the world know. No matter how slick you think you are on this keyboard, that Ephraim Salam's task force is coming for you. <laughs> there I you wish go. somebody would. Boy, I, I know, tell you what. It was recent where I think it was with Willie Taggart, the Florida State head coach, where someone on social media had put something highly offensive about Willie Taggart on there. And they tracked him down, and he lost his gig. I don't know what else happened, but that's what should happen at the minimum. minimum. At the bare minimum. Minimum. We're going to alter your life. Yeah. Hey, great news. There's a quick way, an easy way. You could save more money. Switch to Geico. <laughs> it only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. All right, coming up next from the the Geico Studios, a story about high-stakes Super Bowl gambling. This is a doozy. We'll lay it out for you. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From a car landing on a roof to a car landing in a pool, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. I think it bears repeating, Ephraim. We talked about this actually to start the show, <laughs> which is hilarious. I like how we just, you know, we're organic here. You know, it's not yeah, structured. We're structured to a point. Yeah, but, but, but uh, we go with the flow, man. Yeah. As the information comes in and the yeah. topics come up, we have the ability to speak on them on the spot. That's right. And so the information came in right before the show began that Papa Bear, notorious Patriots hater, despises the Patriots and all things Boston. He said, hey, if the Patriots win, I'm disabling my notifications. You're not going to be able to post on my Twitter timeline. And then he had the audacity just a couple of minutes ago to say, but if the uh, Rams (laughs) win, I'm going to be talking trash left and right. (laughs) Come on, man. You can't have it both ways. Ephraim, if he's going to be talking trash, you got to leave yourself open for trash to be talked back. Yeah, you can't you can't have it like that. Okay, I, get, I think you guys are missing the point. Now, Ephraim, I have a question for you, my friend. Yes. Uh, when you were in the NFL, yep. did you always play to win the game? Yes. Okay, so I, I play to win. Okay. That's my style. But when I lost, I was able to deal with it. That is uh, not your style. Yeah, but I'm not going <laughs> to lose. That's the thing. <laughs> Woo! It's a different Papa Bear off the air. Because he's like, I know, I know the Patriots are going to win. And I'm just disabling the ability for people to post on my timeline. <laughs> he's doing this whole thing. What's my now timeline? He's, on he's like, Pats are going down, baby. Like, yeah, different guy. It's my timeline. It's my Facebook. By the way, like last segment, you and Ephraim are talking about, you know, all the negativity and social media. I think it's uh-huh. wise and smart of me to, dis- to disable my comments so people can't put that venom on my Facebook. I think it's smart. It's 2019. We need to move on. Now, if the Rams win, you know, different story, different rules. Do you look at your Facebook that much? No, I just get, uh, sometimes I get notifications, get posts, people talking trash. Take the notifications off, though. Well, and then you don't have to freeze your wall. You can just take the notifications off. I think it's better. Just, and go on with your life. I think it's better if I just have it where only I can post on my wall. You shouldn't let social media affect the way you live life. Like it shouldn't it shouldn't affect your mood. 
look, I play to win. Yeah, but that's a that's a that's a <laughs> thing that's happening right now. That that's a thing that's happening right oh, now. The way people Don't let know. social media affect their actual being. They're like, I'm so glad I grew up in an era where I was oh. able to become successful without needing followers. Yeah. I don't need yeah. followers either. No, but that, but I'm not talking about you per se. What I'm saying is the mentality is in today's instant gratification uh, uh, society is you need people to like you. Like you want people to follow you and like you and comment on you. So you open yourself up to the negative comments and what that does internally to your to your to your soul. No, it makes me feel better knowing <laughs> that after the Patriots win, that people are going to come on my wall. So yeah, now I'm going to talk trash, and they're going to be so mad that they're not going to be able to. <laughs> but do you think they'll be that mad? Yes. <laughs> Those six people you got following you. I got a lot. Of, I'm pretty popular. Okay. In what circles? A lot of circles. The circles that you're not in, my friend. I am definitely not in those. No, circles. you're not. Yeah, I am. Uh... <laughs> You're on Mount Olympus. Well, I'm with the common man. Well, that's how uh, we all had choices. <laughs> yeah, I'm insane. I'm, I'm insane. What this calling? Uh, call we're we're, we're it. almost the same height, so. <laughs> yeah, I feel. I feel it's necessary. Like if the Patriots win, I have to talk friendly trash via text message with my guy Papa Bear. It's only right because I've gotten it all year. The minute, like Patrick Mahomes could have sneezed. He would have texted me. Oh, did you see that sneeze? That is, that's a champion right there. Like <laughs> every, all year long. So if Tom Brady gets it done, I got to fire off a couple of texts from it's well, only right. Uh, my right. phone will that's be off. Right. So wow, listen to you. I might even block you, so you can't even text me. That's so funny. <laughs> hey, but guess what, B? Guess what? What's that? We'll be right back. That's right here. Yeah, yeah. So no matter what. You have your opportunity. There you go. Live on the air. That's great, but uh, there's a thing called vacation time, too. You ain't taking no vacation oh, time. Watch me. Trust me. Watch me. I can promise you, you're okay, not taking we'll no vacation oh, time. We're going to find out. Nah, you ain't doing that, player. <laughs> Brian, By I was way, uh, just checking my account there. I just I didn't get an update or anything. I didn't know if you were doing it as the show was going on or uh-huh. you just needed some time after the show. I just... Uh, What's that? For the uh the, the big three payment. The big three I, I payoff? Yeah, I didn't know if I was supposed to get a, some type of notification in terms of funds have been transferred. Do you have your notifications enabled? No, the uh, yes, I do. I they they are okay. enabled. Uh, I just okay. didn't, didn't know if uh that was, that was coming in sooner. Well, I mean, <laughs> here was my plan. I was gonna pay like a minute before kickoff. <laughs> but the way you've interpreted it. I have said, I said last week, you will have your money before Super Bowl Sunday. And you fairly have pointed out that you are anticipating exactly what it means before Sunday. So I've got until 11.59 tonight to pay. Now, here's the thing. I would love to pay right at 11.59 on the nose, you know? But I go to bed a little bit earlier because I get up at the crack of dawn, do the Sunday morning show with my guy, Andy Furman. So I can't go full you know, troll mode with the payments, but I'll figure it out. You know, I'm a man of my word. If you I, doubt I, I, me from I don't, the, I don't the doubt wrong you. business to be in. I don't doubt you. I believe you. That's good. I like that. I just, uh, you know, I, just, I was just looking. That's all. <laughs> just checking. You'll get one. It'll be there. Okay. Have faith. Hey, we're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score. 
and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. How about this story? Better X. You heard of this guy? Better X. He won. He's an anonymous better, but he won $10 million in the World Series. That was between the Houston Astros and the Dodgers. And he followed it up. He bet between $8 million and $10 million on the Eagles to beat the Patriots last year. So this dude has racked up around $25 million between the World Series and the Super Bowl. So how much did he bet on the World Series? He won $10 million. So how much did he bet to win $10 million? I can't remember the exact story, but he bet every game, like game one, he bet X amount. Right. And then he just let it ride. Game two, game three, game four, so forth and so on. And he was going to bet it all on game seven and didn't, I believe, and somehow walked away with $10 million. So whatever the betting pattern was, he was just letting his winnings ride. And he just kept winning, 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 winning. And how much did he bet on Philly? Between eight, eight and ten million. So he bet eight and ten million. Between yeah. eight and ten million. So let's yep. just put it at nine. So he bet yeah. nine million dollars. Yeah. Like, Give me the Eagles. Nine mil or whatever the number was. That is with the backup, that is preposterous. That's a lot of money. <laughs> so he's racked up twenty five mil. For you, Ephraim. That is crazy. And you know who he's backing? Tomorrow, he's betting a hefty sum of money. We don't know the exact number, but he is backing the Rams. He's the one moving the line then. Get right? <laughs> For real, he's moving the line. If he's betting $9 million, $8 million on, on a team, he's moving the line. And there are some other ones. Uh, MGM, they reported that they took $2 million money line Bets like $2 million on a money line bet for the Rams just to win outright. So they took one of those. William Hill took a $1.5 million money line bet on the Rams. When you're betting that type of cash, I mean, I don't know why you don't just take the points. You really want to go money line against Brady and back-to-back Super Bowls? You got millions on it? That's okay. (laughs) Um, Just so we're on the same page, Ephraim, I am not better x just to squash uh, the rumors out there if you were better x yeah. then i would be highly disappointed in you as much <laughs> as i like to do this show with you if you had nine million dollars to bet on a game <laughs> then i would shame you in being on the radio every week shame it, it just makes me laugh and like perspective is so important in life it makes me laugh the times that I have lost my mind <laughs> over like a fifty dollar bet. <laughs> right. like this dude's got nine mil man. on the line. Like hell, no. you just you got to keep that in perspective, man. That's, really you tripping? That's yeah. you tripping? That's what you're doing. That's that's so much money, man. So much. Um, someone who isn't tripping, that's for sure. Our guy, Steve DeSager, he's with us this evening. He's going to spin us around again. Let's do it. You would go from better X to X host, I think, is what he's saying. <laughs> I'm, more, I, I'm more better Y. 
Steve. Yeah. Because I'm more like, why did exactly. I bet on that team? That That's more my speed. We yeah. hear that weekly, yes. Uh, so, in other words, I think Ephraim makes a good point here. Really, the Patriots should be favored like five or six. It's this one guy that's bringing down the point spread, is, is what <laughs> he's saying. That's uh, cr- Can you imagine going no. to the betting window? No, I cannot. No. Eh, 10 million on the Rams. Man, please. Wow. That's, I, I, that really boggles the mind. It, it's just further proof that some people have too much money, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yes. let's you go to are the, correct let's with go that. to the NBA scoreboard. We mentioned earlier that Chris Paul of the Rockets is out for rest tonight. So James Harden scored 29 points in the first half. They've started the third quarter. It's Rockets 69-52 at Utah. Harden is up to 30 points. In the West standings, the Denver Nuggets are tied with Golden State for first place. Golden State's had a back-and-forth game with the Lakers currently early fourth quarter in the Bay Area it's 88-86 Warriors leading the Lakers only by two Clay Thompson had 23 points in the first half has not taken a shot in the second half LeBron James of LA out tonight Thursday he came back from injury was close to a triple double playing an overtime game they're resting him tonight the Denver Nuggets have taken the lead 77-75 at Minnesota about six minutes to go in the third also in progress the Spurs with yet another bat sighting in the arena Spurs are leading 106-94 over the Pelicans with three and a half minutes to go. The Phoenix Suns have lost nine games in a row. They are tied in the third quarter right now because they're getting to play the Atlanta Hawks. 64 all. Earlier wins for Dallas and Charlotte. Indiana won to end a four-game losing streak. Orlando with a win. Milwaukee won again. The Bucks are first place in the Eastern Conference. Two games over the Idle Raptors now. And the Clippers were down 25 in the first half and still came back to beat Blake Griffin and the Pistons 111-101. to Griffin, the ex-Clipper, with 24 points. Clippers with five minutes left in the third were down by 23 and still came back to win this game. The NFL's MVP is Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, a class this year that includes three first-time eligibles, Tony Gonzalez, Ed Reed, and Champ Bailey all in. In college hoops, the top four each won, including number one Tennessee, 93-76 at Texas A&M tonight. The ball shot 65% from the floor. And Indiana won in overtime at sixth-ranked Michigan State, 79-75. guys are back in 10 seconds, but first, a word from farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Ten and a half minutes to go at Golden State. Warriors 90-89 to 89 over the Lakers. Back to you two. Hanging tough. They are hanging Lake tough. Show. Came to fight tonight and the Warriors, not so much. They always like, played uh, a Golden State well, though. Last year, yeah. I think uh, two of their four games went in overtime, right? Like, so they, you know, they play them tough, even without LeBron. And it wasn't too long ago. I can't remember if it was last year or the previous year. The Lakers were huge underdogs, and it was the biggest underdog to win outright in NBA betting history. So you're right. They do play them tough. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Quickly, while we're talking NBA, something I love, something I hated. I love the Lance Stevenson air guitar. It is fabulous. Love it. It's the best celebration in the NBA by far. Give me more Lance air guitaring. Give me more Lance. Man, I love his passion, man. He plays hard. I love Absolutely. His passion. What I hated was last night, 
James Harden, he extended his impressive 30-point scoring streak. 25 consecutive games last night is what he extended it to, but they're trailing by, what, 17 points in the final minute? And the dude's just trying to get to 30 points. He hit, it was an impressive three, like a lean-in three to keep the streak going. Mm -hmm. I hated it, man. It just, it cheapens a completely impressive accomplishment with the streak going on when you're just out there stat hunting and you got a game tonight. You were in Denver last night and you're in Utah tonight and you got the beard out there stat hunting with the game. It's basically like a 20 point game in the final minute. I don't like it. No. And you know, the thing about being that guy is it wears on you. So when the playoffs come and we've seen it throughout his career, yeah. Right? You Hit got that no gas left in the tank. Yeah. When you don't play yeah. defense and stop teams and you just outscore them, you got no gas left in the tank. Right? But, so, good luck with that. Yeah. By the way, Ephraim, we have to carve out a little bit of time to talk about Nick Fools. Okay? <laughs> Your quarterback. My guy. So, the news today reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter Eagles are expected to use their franchise tag this offseason in an effort to trade Nick Foles. I think it makes sense. Might get a third rounder. That's what's expected to be in the ballpark if they franchise tag him and they they were able to trade him. That makes a lot of sense to me. Why not try to get a third rounder for him instead of letting him walk and then getting a compensatory pick down the road? I, I want to try to get something here and now. It makes sense. It, it it definitely does, and I mean, I mean, his value has grown exponentially over the last couple of years. He's shown he can play well. He can play in big games, and there's a lot of there's. I don't want to say a lot. There's quite a few teams that need a quarterback, an upgrade at least at quarterback. And I'm not saying he's a world beater, but he'd be an upgrade in Miami. He'd be an upgrade in Jacksonville, right? He'd be an upgrade in New York. Yeah. Yeah. We differ on how great of an upgrade it would be. I I, I didn't say what type of upgrade. Yeah, right. Right? (laughs) I'm not giving you next level upgrade. What I'm telling you is he'd be more consistent than the current situations in said teams. So you're going from, if we're going with current car situations, you know, like current situations being cars, what would you say the Dolphins' car is with Tannehill? Like a what would it be? A broken uh, down? No, it's a Hyundai Excel. Okay. <laughs> Nothing flashy. Yeah. Right. You can get sixty thousand miles out of it. And what are you upgrading to with Nick Fools? You're gonna get yourself into the Hyundai uh, Equius. Uh huh. Which is their luxury edition. Costs about seventy grand too. That's I too mean, rich for my blood. It, it, I, I don't got, 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 got some Accord. good. Got some good. No, 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 no. Got some. Good. Yeah, I, I think Fools is more of a Honda Accord. Yeah, but he would have been a Honda Accord without the Super Bowl win uh-huh. and the MVP. You put uh-huh. yourself in an Equius with the MVP, buddy. You get to have so. a refrigerator in the back and the TV. <laughs> they have it in there. Like I went and test drove it. Like I was telling everybody, I was going to trade my Mercedes in and get two Equius. And they they were just laughing at me like, you ain't never do that. But it was just too small in the back for me. 
Do they turn into equi? If you get multiple, right? That's why I didn't know how to do that plural. I don't know. Like I didn't. Yeah, it's equi. I equi. Equi. Yeah, it can't be equi. Like I think that Nick Fools, he's a Honda Accord, and after winning Super Bowl MVP, it was a great postseason run. Now he's got the bells and whistles. We got a great sound system. We got the tinted windows. You got the power locks, well, power windows, like the leather seats, like whatever, all the bells and whistles that you want. Sunroof. He's still a Honda Accord at the end of the day. Oh, man. Yeah, that's what I think. But I think we could agree on this. The pressure that he is putting Carson Wentz, the the pressure he's putting (laughs) on that guy, like unintentionally, but that's the only Super Bowl in their history that they've won. And you got just a little taste, a little taste of these anonymous Eagles players calling out Carson Wentz in that Philly voice report a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Man, that noise is just going to get louder and louder and louder the more that the Eagles either hit a, a rough patch in terms of losing games or Carson Wentz is a few bad games in a row or they're not winning championships, they're not having playoff success. It's going to turn into, well, Nick Foles. Well, Nick Foles won one. Well, Nick Foles. <laughs> really? Like, it's the ghost of Nick Foles for Carson Wentz until he wins a championship. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it is. And, uh, you know, my hat goes off to him, man. He decided that that's what he was going to, you know, he was going to be that supreme band-aid. And he came in and he galvanized. He was galvanizing this, uh, this year. I mean, he did the same thing. Right. And, you know, a play here and there. We we have a different conversation going on, you know, so. And it's what's funny. It works both ways with the win over the Bears. (laughs) That was by a couple of inches with the, you know, the double doink. Right. Yeah. And then Alshon Jeffrey going butterfingers on that. Like both games could have gone the opposite way. Either way, man. That's the great thing about sports. Yeah. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. Super Bowl predictions galore. We pick winners. We pick scores. We pick the most random prop bets. We'll have a lot of fun before we get on out of here. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. From a hot air balloon landing on a car to a load of concrete falling on one, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. How about this, Ephraim, before we get to the uh, betting predictions galore? I love making those picks. It's fantastic. One of my favorite things to do every Super Bowl. If Tom Brady loses to the Rams, he would obviously have lost to Jared Goff. So that would make the list Jared Goff, Eli Manning, Nick Foles. The quarterbacks in the Super Bowl that Brady has lost to. How would you rank those three? Again, this is based on if Jared Goff and the Rams beat the Patriots. Right. Um, I would put Eli at the top of that. He did it twice. Uh-huh. And I would put Nick Foles Ooh. next because Ooh. he was a backup. Ooh. Right? Ooh. I mean, Jared Goff is a young, up-and-coming star, right? Yeah. I'd, That's how I would put it. Who would you 
if you're one of these quarterback needy teams, would you rather have Goff or number nine in Philly? <laughs> I would take Goff. His upside yeah. is higher. Much yeah, higher. you'd have to. All right, let me ask you this. Do you think when it's all said and done that Goff will have the uh, the better career than Eli Manning? Yes. That's how I would rank it. Yeah. I I'd would. go Goff off a of projection. You can't compare it career to career right now. You know, right. it's, it's unfair just, comparison. You know, yeah. pure, uh, purely speculatory. Yeah. I think that Goff will have a better career than Eli. So I'd go Eli number two on the list, Goff number one. And I don't think that Nick Fool's going to have a better career than Eli. So yeah. I put him at the bottom. I know it's shocking. He had a moment. He had a moment. He did. All it, all it takes is a moment for, for yeah. a legacy to begin. How about this, too? We were talking about if the Rams could take away one offensive Patriots player, right? They could pick one and say, all right, that guy isn't going to do much of anything in the game. Can't choose Tom Brady, but you, you could pick whoever else. You went with Julian Edelman. I went with Sony Michelle. Let me ask you this. Do you feel better about the Patriots running game if Sony Michelle doesn't do much? Or do you feel better about the Patriots passing game if Julian Edelman doesn't do much? Um, say that. So would I feel better about? Yeah. The, okay. Oh. Do you feel better about the Patriots running game? Like it, they're still going to have a, a good running attack mm -hmm. if Sony Michelle doesn't do much of anything. Or do you feel like the passing attack is still going to be somewhat good, respectable at least, if Julian Edelman is held in check? I, I Which think, do you feel better about? I, I feel better about the running game. I think if you can take Judy, mm -hmm. Julian Edelman away from Tom Brady, it's going to cause him to hold the ball. Right? He has, has been through this entire season when he was available to play and seasons in the past, he has been their key catalyst, especially on third downs, especially since the absence of Gronkowski. He has been that guy. Think about how many huge catches and drive-extending plays he's had. Yeah, but you got Brady. Think about him spraying the ball around. You still have James White out of the backfield. I, I just, what I, if you allow Tom Brady to hold the ball, I believe that Aaron Donald or Indominus Sue or Fowler could get to him. So, well, so that's yeah. that's my that's my I train of thought in that. Like, I got you. When that ball is going to Julian, it's going to him, and you know but, it, right? Like he's not the third option. No. Right? But he's not the only guy that Tom Brady gets not. rid of the ball quickly for. He's not. He's not. Gronkowski used to be the one where he could just put it up. I, I mean, who knows? One game, you know, Rob may be putting it all on the line right now. This is my swan song. I'm going yeah. out oh, and yeah. I'm, I'm a, you know, have. he's available. He's capable of having one of those games. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see how this thing – that's the intriguing part about it. We don't know what's going to happen in terms of who – or what the Patriots are going to roll out offensively. True. I like that. Different philosophies as we channel our inner Wade Phillips, you know, <laughs> if you can, you could point to a Patriots player and say, he isn't going to do a whole lot in the game, which would have the biggest effect and put the Rams in the best position to have success. Ephraim goes Julian Edelman. 
makes a great argument. I go Sony Michelle. He's just meant so much to that Patriots attack in the playoffs here. We'll see how it shakes out. How about this, Ephraim? Prediction time. Love this prop bet. Jersey number of the first player to score a touchdown. The number is 26 and a half. So you like the the little numbers? You got guys like Julian Edelman, Brandon I'm Cooks. I'm going over. You're going over yeah, 26 going over. and a half. I'm going over. How about this? This is a great stat. A running back, and there are multiple running backs with a number higher than 26 and a half. A running back hasn't scored a first in the first quarter of a Super Bowl since Howard Griffith in 1999. Jeez. A long time, huh? And I'm going under. Do you get the defensive backs, maybe a pick six, something like that? I'm going to go under 26 and a half. Okay, uh, how about this? Total number of different Patriots to have a rushing attempt. The line is five and a half. Uh, under. Yeah, I like the under there too. That's a high number. High number. Longest field goal, 47 and a half. What do you think? Over or over? I think so too. Listen to this stat though. There have been just two attempts of at least 48 yards since 2006 and both missed. <laughs> That's not great for our bet, but I, I got a hunch for the over too. All right. As far as the game, Ephraim, mm-hmm. who's winning? What's your score? I have 34, 28. Same number as uh, what the Patriots beat the Falcons by 34. You taking the Patriots with that number? With I'm that just, score? I'm just giving you the score. You're not giving us a team. Just giving you the score. Are you going Tony Romo on us here? Just giving you the score. <laughs> Is this the new wave of predicting? Hey, hey, man, you can't be wrong. <laughs> Who you got? I'm going 30 to 26 Rams. I just think they're more talented. I'm going to go with them. I'm with you. Go Rams, go. There it is. Cheat. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.